I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It's Metal Shop and Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. I'm now talking with Stump Grinder Records, the heaviest label on the Olympic Peninsula. <laughs> and uh, I'm talking with Mike. Mike, uh, w- w- uh, your last name, Gordon, right? Yeah. Mike Gordon. Mike and Gordon, yep. do you have a metal name? Do you have, are you, are um, you the yeah, Stump Grinder? Actually, <laughs> funny enough, when I started this label, uh, I got a buddy that I met through Instagram, through just... Um, through you know running metal pages and stuff because i've i've i started with a a page called caveman riffs where i was just posting pictures of my personal collection before i actually started stump grinder and i met him met this guy in canada uh when i was doing that and he when i started stump grinder gave me the name the nickname stumpy stumpy and so that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of uh it's just kind of stuck and i i liked it so Nice. So, um, Stumpy is the, is the metal nickname <laughs> Stumpy. All right. We're talking with Stumpy reintroduce. We're talking with Stumpy from stump grinder records, the heaviest label on the Olympic peninsula. But I have to ask you, are you the only label on the Olympic peninsula or are there others? You know, I honestly don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one though. <laughs> ah, well then, uh, by default, you're heaviest. Uh, but no, uh, you probably would be the heaviest anyways, even if there were other labels. Um, so let's get a little history, man. Um, tell yeah. me a little bit about, uh, stump grinder and, and, uh, you know, kind of like a little bit of the history with you. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I, I don't want to get too far off the beaten path here, but kind of my, my history with, with music and how I got to, I've only been into death metal since about 2016, 2017 was when I started finding like the morbid angel and the obituary, like the, the first one, the autopsies. And, yeah. um, but so kind of going back, uh, I growing up as a kid, my older cousins, they got me uh, into rap and mm-hmm. it's pretty much all I listened to for a long time. And about my early twenties, I was working at, um, a glass blowing studio in the shipping department in Fremont in Seattle called uh, the glass eye studio. Um, and I kind of like to think of that place as like my, my, uh, rock and roll college. I didn't really go to college. Um, but I went there and guys were listening to everything from Slayer to, you know, classic rock. And, um, I grew up with a lot of music in my family, a lot of classic rock and stuff. And so, um, but I kind of was just going through, you know, some changes at that time in my life. And I kind of started listening to more rock and roll. And I got really into like the grunge stuff, Alice in Chains and Nirvana, like, 
and was loving that. I was like from Seattle and all this yeah. stuff was from Seattle, you know, rich history. Yeah, it, totally. And so, but I just kind of like kept like looking for something a little bit heavier. I got into like some, a little bit of punk for a while. And, and funny enough, there was a Mark Lanigan um, album called imitations and he did a Chelsea Wolf cover. Interesting. Um, and so I was like, Oh, who's this Chelsea Wolf? I looked at her. She had done a Burzum cover of spell of destruction. And huh. that was the first time that I, you know, at that point I was listening to still a lot of like grunge stuff and like the heaviest stuff was probably like Pantera, which I still love to this day. Yeah. Um, but I heard this, this Burzum and I didn't know what to think of it. Honestly, at first I, I was just like, what is this black metal? Like I've never yeah. even heard of this, like, but mm-hmm. I loved it. I was absolutely in love with it. And I went for a couple of years where I was really into to black metal a lot into that, the Norwegian black metal scene mm-hmm. and stuff. And honestly, the first time I heard death metal, I didn't really love it. I was kind of like, ah, I think I'm just more of kind of a black metal guy yeah. and somewhere, somewhere <laughs> along the way. I just like started really preferring death metal. And, um, like I found pages like, uh, and I don't know if you're familiar with like Ken's death metal crypt, the YouTube. Oh, he's great. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'd sit on there for hours and just like, listen, and then I'd go look up on discogs, try to find this thing. And there'd be like a copy of it for like 70 bucks, Yeah, (laughs) you know, like, and I was just like, you know, what is like everything I listened to on that page? I was like, this is awesome. This is great. And, um, so that, I mean, so that was kind of my introduction to, to like, to getting into death metal. And mm-hmm. I started, I mean, none of my friends even listen to metal, let alone death metal. Sure. So I had started a kind of the, kind of the time that like labels like Megat stomp were starting to get mm-hmm. real big and this whole, like kind of like revival of the yeah. death metal, the caveman, like riffs mm-hmm. thing was like really coming. I started a page on Instagram called caveman riffs. Nice. Just posting my, my collection. Um, I've always been, as I've kind of moved through genres in my life, I've always been someone that loved collecting music. Yeah. I, I hate, I mean, you, you have to have digital, right? Like, sure, sure. you know, but I love having C, like CDs, tapes, vinyl, whatever it is. I mean, you can see, I love physical yeah. as well. So. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, that's what I want. I'd love my, my room, my walls are just look like that with just yeah. <laughs> nothing but death metal. But, uh, so I, I started that and I, I, I kind of, I got to know a, a lot of people and labels and, um, and then kind of when the pandemic started, I was like, I had been talking to a couple of people that were kind of like, dude, you should just do it, just do it. And, yeah. um, the pandemic kind of gave me a little bit of like time to, just like say like, let's just do it, you know? And so I did. And I I feel like there, you know, there's some people that say that there's, you know, I don't really know a whole lot about some of the other genres in metal. I'm mostly kind of into what, what's going on in the death metal. And there's a lot of death metal labels popping up right now. And there's some people that are saying like, there's too many. And personally, I don't think so because there's so much music coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm kind of like, I have not had a, a moment where I'm like, I have nothing to put out. Like I'm constantly having people send me like, there's yeah. just so much. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the, the short, like, you know, long history of kind of where I got to where I'm at. And um, I started this in January. Yeah. 
Uh, and we're, I mean, I'm doing an interview with you, so I feel like I'm, I'm doing something right. I had no idea that it was so recent, dude, because you've put out records that have sold out, you know, I would have assumed you've been doing this for at least five years or so, but <laughs> only a few months now. So congratulations. First off. Yeah. Thank you. And, um, so what was it like jumping into it? Like, did you have friends that told you like how to get tapes pressed or CDs or like, did you kind of just have to figure it out yourself? How did, uh, how did you get things up and running? Yeah. So the, there was a, there was a, a, quite a few labels, um, that were super helpful. It's another thing I really loved about the community and specifically on Instagram. Like we, we are also on Facebook. I don't, we're not really very active on Facebook. I just have it to have it. Sure. But it's really the Instagram community. Everybody seems very, um, wanting to help each other. It's not like competition. It's like, you know, I've had labels send me stuff. Um, and they're like, dude, I, I don't have time to put this out, man. Like, but someone should put it out. Like it's yeah. very, and so like starting to get into it, there was a bunch of people that I was like hitting up and they were telling me like all their secrets, like to, That's to awesome. write down to like wh exactly where you go, have the, the tapes, um, and all that stuff. Uh, that's cool that they weren't being like gatekeepers of the information. They were, they were like sharing it with you. That's really, really cool. No, I was definitely a little bit hesitant to like ask people like real specific questions, but everybody was just like, Nope, this is how you do it. This is what you need to like, you know? And, uh, so yeah, just like a lot of support from everybody. And, um, the support has obviously continued. Um, I mean, I, I still am a collector myself, you yeah. know? So like, I'm still like buying, trying to buy as much stuff as possible. I'm like, Hey, do you want to trade? Cause I want one of what you have and mm -hmm. you want one of what I have. Like, okay. Well, uh, I'm curious. So I personally, I love cassette tapes, but someone who's might not be, you know, a death metal head or, you know, a fan of hardcore or like old school metal might be like cassette tapes 2021. Why is he releasing cassette tapes? What it is, what is it about the cassette tape? that death metal heads love so much. And why are you, why are you releasing music on this outdated format, Mike? Well, um, I, when I first, I mean, coming up for a long time, I was really, really into CDs, really, really into CDs. Sure. When I started getting into death metal, I kind of started making the switch to really preferring vinyl and cassette. I mm -hmm. think the reason cassettes are so popular is when death metal started yeah. going back to the late eighties, the early nineties. I mean, we had cassettes. Mm -hmm. That was like the big back in like the, the tape trading days and stuff. It was all cassettes. And I mean, from a, they're relatively inexpensive to press, you know, to, 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 to have enough money to, to do a vinyl run is a little bit harder to like have enough money to do a cassette. Um, and you know, with all the different colors that they're doing now and stuff, like they're just like taking off and I love them. Yeah. I, I just, the, they, they stack nicely, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, they look cool. Um, but I, I really think a lot of people really enjoy it because it's like, like I said, when death metal kind of first started coming around, that was what people were listening to. Uh, so we're going to go into uh, Disciples of Death and Cryptic Rising. A couple songs from those bands, Disciples of Death, World in Ruin, and Cryptic Rising, Decoded Cortex. What can you tell me about these releases? And uh, uh, what can you tell me about these bands? I'm not familiar. So, uh, so Cryptic Rising was... I had hit them up. I had, I had sent them a message and was like, I'd found them on, on Bandcamp where I've kind of found most of the, most of my releases. And I had sent them a message and was like, you know, I'd love to do your stuff. They actually started out. I haven't listened to a ton of it. They actually started out as a black metal band. Okay. 
And recent, more recently, they've kind of gone into that, like that cavernous old school sounding, which I, the vocals in that, in that, um, on that recording are just insane. Um, it's what sold it for me was this, those vocals are crazy. Um, but I, I had messaged them and kind of feeling like they were a little bit out of my league. Um, and never heard anything back. So I'd gone on and I ended up, um, having another band that was like, yeah, um, you know, you can do our tape or whatever. And then they came back to me and were like, Hey, we had someone lined up. Things kind of fell through. Like, would you like to do it? And they just like sent me everything. Like, here you go, just do it. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, what really? Um, <laughs> I was, I was stoked to do that. Um, and, uh, they were, they were, uh, they were really cool to work with. Um, they're, they're from Kentucky, which I've, I'm actually doing another band from, from out there coming up that I haven't announced yet, but, uh, cool. yeah, no, I just, I just fell in love with that sound of theirs. Very old school sound. Um, I really liked the way the tapes came out, the, the kind of like neon green color. And, um, they had had that, that same, um, elegies of repugnance put out on CD. And so I was really excited to be able to do the cassette. Um, so that was my second release disciples of death um was actually my buddy in canada uh was going to do them and he had he had hit me up and was like hey i'm sure they would love because they're from they're from long beach california cool. he was like i'm sure they'd love to have a, a u.s label also do a release mm -hmm. so i hit them up and they were like yeah for sure and then my buddy in canada ended up pulling out he was like if you're doing it i don't i don't want to have two two of us doing it and stuff okay. and honestly uh, you know i'm not like not trying to say anything bad about any of the other bands I've worked with, but they were probably my favorite to work with like musically and just working with them. Yeah. Um, traditionally I'm not a huge thrash guy, but something about that record, it's definitely got me like starting to look more into the, into the, some of some of that thrash stuff, you know? Um, but that one, man, I just like, it's just like a headbanger. Nice, <laughs> it's, dude. It's, uh, I, I loved that. And that one was another really fun one to do with the, we did the red cassettes and, um, I, I really like the way that turned out. We're also, I also was, as I've kind of gone through, I've, I feel like we've gotten better at, you know, how they like the final product, just like learning little things, tweaking little things. Okay. This works, this doesn't work. And so I felt like disciples of death was, it just turned out the final product, which we just got yesterday. Nice. Um, I feel like it just turned out really good. So I was really stoked about that one. You're kind of just learning as you go, man. And, and yeah. you're getting tips and stuff from this awesome community that you've kind of been a part of for a while. So that's awesome, man. Um, so we're going to go into these songs. Uh, we're going to go into Disciples of Death, the one we just talked about. And then after that, Cryptic Rising. So uh, you're listening to Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions right now with the heaviest label on the Olympic Peninsula, Stump Grinder Records.
That was Cryptic Rising Decoded Cortex from Kentucky. Before that was Disciples of Death, World in Ruin from uh, Long Beach, California. Now, I'm playing these bands that aren't specifically Northwest bands for Loud and Local, and you might be like, what? What's happening? These aren't local bands. Well, the label's local. We're doing a local label spotlight, and this is the heaviest label on the Olympic Peninsula, brand new metal label. We got uh, Stumpy aka mike from uh stump grinder records and uh, you can check out the website what is uh what's your you have like a big cartel or is it a band camp or? yeah man um it's uh i gotta look at it. it's we don't have like the official website yet so. let me see here it's a stump grinder records big com. thank you <laughs> yeah and you got some nice photos here you already got some uh Got some CDs. You got a T-shirt here. Have you a shirt on the Olympic Peninsula? I like it. You got a uh, Cryptic Rising. You got Gore God, Disciples of Death, Corpse Effing Art. Can't say that word on here. Uh, okay. <laughs> so right on, man. Um, what uh, what advice would you give to someone who you know is in the same shoes that you were back in you know December or uh, you know November when you're like I'm thinking about this, but I. Uh, you know, what, what advice would you give to someone who might want to start their own label? Um, I would say like, you just, you gotta do it. Um, you can't, you can't think about it too much. I mean, a couple of things you definitely need. You want to make sure you have a little bit of money, you know, to put in your first release and, you know, to have a logo done, um, and just get some of that startup cost going. But I mean, just, just do it and, and reach out to people because yeah. I especially think in this, in this death metal community, I think that people are very, very helpful and want to help. And mm-hmm. I, I have even, you know, I feel like I'm still like the FNG a little bit and I got guys hitting me up like, Hey man, like, what did you do here? And what did you do there? And I'm like, why are you asking me? You know, right. um, I had a band hit me or a label hit me up and was like, I'd love to to put out a release, like it would be an honor to put out a release with you. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm nobody. Like, why, why would you want to work with me? You know? And, um, so I guess the biggest thing is just do it and don't, don't think too much about it. Um, if you're passionate about music, you know, you'll, you'll be fine. Um, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know anything about business. I don't know anything about this or that. I just, you know, but I, I have, I love music and I have a a real big passion for this kind of music and Mm -hmm. I'm just putting, being honest and putting my heart into it. And I'm finding people are, are liking that. That's awesome, man. So, uh, you know, following his footsteps, passion first, because honestly, and you know, I hate to burst your bubble if you were thinking about this, but I've been, you know, involved in metal shop for a while ain't no one getting rich off this. So, you know, you better have, you better be a lot, very, very passionate and be having fun. Because otherwise, I mean, yeah, no one's getting rich. So, <laughs> but uh, okay. So now that I uh, am, am, am uh, familiar with some of the stuff that you like and, and your taste, uh, a question I have for you. Yeah. We all know the big four of American thrash metal, Anthrax, Megadeth, Metallica, and Slayer. In your opinion, and this is your personal big four, what is your personal big four of death metal? <clears throat> and this doesn't have to be American death metal. It could be all death. Metal. Um, death is going to be, it's going to be the first one. Um, okay. man, autopsy. Yeah. I'm, like I'm picking like the obvious ones, but I mean, who, who else are you really going to go with here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, obituary. Yeah. And try to think of one that's not from America. Um, 
Let's go with Entombed. Nice. I was thinking he's either going to say Entombed or Bolt Thrower, and you went with Entombed. Oh, nice. Bolt Thrower would have been a good one, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is your coolest, your favorite metal T-shirt? Oh, man. Okay. So it's probably going to be my Sanguis Sigabog. Uh, nice. Um, I, I've, I, I was someone that was like, I will never wear tie dye. That is like, no offense, but I was like, that's ridiculous. I'm not wearing tie dye. When those guys came out with those green tie dye shirts, I was like, I have to have one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I went on to get a frozen soul tie dye also. Cause I was like, let's just do it. Yeah. You're tie dye guy now. I'm a tie dye guy. Absolutely. <laughs> you're the, you're the hippie death metal guy living out on the peninsula. Just getting that's stoned, right. listening to Sanguistugabog. <laughs> Just, oh, yeah, dude, that you're, you're tie dye guy now. I mean, it's just live the gimmick. There you go. Um, all right on, man. Well, well, what's, uh, what's the future look like for you, man? Uh, obviously who knows we're living in a weird time here, but, uh, are you, you know, stoked on the future here? And, and, uh, another question, do you think you'll ever release uh, vinyl? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, the future for me, uh, definitely I'm looking at vinyl at some point. Um, yeah. I love vinyl. I, I think it's awesome. I think it's, it's fun. It's, it's like an experience. You gotta go, flip. it's kind of like a tape. You gotta go flip it. You gotta, you know, um, yeah. so I mean, to get that one out of the way, vinyl is very much in stump grinders future, um, yeah. and kind of the future in, in general. Uh, I just want to keep, I, I want to put out as many bands as I possibly can, yeah. um, without stretching myself too thin and being yeah. able to, to do all the other things in life that I really enjoy doing. Um, you know, at first, when I first started this, I was like, I really wanted to get like the big band. I mean, not, none of them are, are big, but like, you know, the ones like I was hitting up like Orphelia, like, Hey, do you want to do a reissue? And they're like, uh, who, who are you? Like, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, and I, I found, um, you know, a couple people hit me up and they're just super genuine. And they're just like, Hey man, I really like what you're doing. Like, I really want to work with you. And that has actually been the funnest projects for me or the people that come to me and are just like, you're, you're just, I like what you're doing. Like yeah. I want to put out a record or, you know, a tape with you. And, um, and so I guess like, honestly, like I kind of like want to just keep putting out like smaller bands or, or bands that are starting out, you know, I mean, if a big band, a bigger band, I should say, comes to me. I'm not going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm having a lot of fun try, like trying to find bands before everybody else has found them. Um, and then you can grow with the bands. Totally. Um, but yeah, so guess for my future, just keep, you know, just keep doing it, keep getting better at it and, and, and putting out better, better tapes and getting into vinyl. Um, some people have asked me about CDs. I'm not opposed to them at this point. I'm kind of like, nah, CDs, like yeah. I like them. They're great for the car and stuff, but, um, I just, I'm not, I guess I'm not super stoked to, to put them out myself. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Know? Fair enough. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad we could chat, man. Um, that's, uh, it's you, so you're on vacation right now. You're, you're on a little bit of vacation for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I got this week off work. Sometimes they, they give me a week off. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking what, what's your, what's your normal guy job? Uh, I'm a UPS driver. Okay. Right on, man. You ever think about slipping a death metal tape in there with someone's package? Like, Hey, check it. I'm just kidding. That, that might get you in trouble. No, I think about bringing little flyers and just like, yeah, there you go. There's actually, there's a, uh, there's a couple of people that I delivered to that. Like they, I see them with like a, 
death note show or something i'm like i need to like mm. make talk to him <laughs> right um hook him up right on man okay well uh any final words for uh, the northwest loud local community dude um no uh just local death metal bands um you know send me a message uh i, I feel like i'm not super I feel like i don't know as much about the local scene as i probably should you know i know some of the bigger you know the cerebral rots and foul and deconsecration and some of the drawn like, and quartered yep yeah um but all those guys are, are working with, you know, bigger labels and sure. stuff. So, um, I'm going to try to do better, especially when shows open up, I'm going to really try to be at shows and try to meet people and stuff. But yeah. if you're listening to this and you are a death metal band in the Northwest, definitely get at me. I'd love to work with you. Right on, man. We're going to go into another band from you guys. Uh, vulgar dissection femur breakers, the track. What's the deal with vulgar dissection? So these, these guys, uh, they're from Northeast England and I found them on, on Bandcamp. They had a CD out and I listened to it and I, the, the first song really, uh, buried and forgotten really got, it was just real simple, like that, you know, kind of ignorant death metal sound. And I was just like, man, this is, and then as I started listening to it, it's like got some technical stuff and some brutal mm-hmm. stuff. And I feel like they kind of dabble in a lot of different kind of subgenres of death metal. Yeah. And I, I just like fell in love with it. And I was just like, I I had hit him up and um, was just like, you guys interested in tape. And they were like, wow. Like we didn't think anybody would want to do that. We were kind of trying to figure out what our next move was. And they were super cool to work with. Um, That's awesome. So um, yeah. Then the femur breaker, I, I personally think it's the heaviest track on the album. It's, it's a gnarly one. We'll bang your head, man. Again, the heaviest label on the Olympic Peninsula, Stump Grinder Records. We got Mike, aka Stumpy. Go to stumpgrinderrecords.bigcartel.com. Order yourself a nice little package and support local metal, uh, a, a, a local metal label that's on the rise, man. I, I appreciate you chatting with me. Hey, man, I really appreciate you having me on. Absolutely, man. Always. And uh, keep us updated on stuff. We're going to go into vulgar dissection here on Loud and Local. Stay home sessions. Hello? Please let me go. Let me go. I just want to leave. Please.